amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Go Talk to English podcast. I am your host, Teacher Emily, and today I'm going to be spreading some charm and good luck on you by talking about the different superstitions and good luck charms around the world. Now, here in the United States, we just finished celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Now, this is an Irish holiday that is used to recognize and celebrate the death of St. Patrick, or, well, the life of St. Patrick, who came over to Ireland and warded off a bunch of snakes, or so I've heard, and helped to banish evil and bad will from Ireland. But today, in the United States, we use this holiday as just a day to celebrate and rejoice in Irish heritage and culture. So, uh, as a little quick <laughs> note, this includes wearing lots of green, celebrating anything Irish, from the flag to the food, the drinks, and of course you will see lots of shamrocks. Now, in the United States, we call the shamrock the four-leaf clover, and they're very, very rare. Actually, clovers normally only have three leaves. So the four-leaf clover is what is considered the luckiest and best thing for you to find. The four clovers, or leaves, sorry, the four leaves on the clover actually represent a different area in a person's life where you would want to be lucky in. That is faith, hope, love, and of course, luck. Um, next, we have a, another common American superstition of crossing the fingers. So uh, this superstition has religious roots, roots from the Christian faith. Now, of course, the cross is a big symbol uh, in the Christian religion. And so whenever you cross your fingers, use your imagination a little bit, it actually looks like a cross. This is done as a symbol for good luck to become more hopeful or in a way to say just a mini prayer that things will go well or go in your favor. Please, 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 please. <laughs> um... I probably cross my fingers five times a day. It's helpful, I'd like to think. Uh, speaking of, with these superstitions and these different talismans, good luck charms, or maybe even bad luck charms, there are so many, and yet it's so amazing that so many of these different symbols are so common in many of the different places of the world. There's actually a good explanation for this. You see, as humans, our brain likes to save information. Whenever we see something like, oh, I don't know, a new band, our brain, you know, our brain thinks that it's important, even if we don't really care. Our brain takes that information and it saves it. 
Another thing that our brain loves to do is make connections. That's how we learn. That's how we grow by connecting how this thing and that thing are related. So whenever we go about our day and see、uh, red constantly everywhere, after thinking about a red car or things like that, that is our brain's way of trying to make those connections and figure out how well. It's all connected. How does the world work? So, whenever we have a bad day on maybe the eighth of June, it doesn't seem very, very significant. But if we have a good day on the seventh of June, well, maybe seven is our lucky number. Of course, we had a good day. It makes sense. That connection is there. So it's really, really fascinating just to see how many things in our routine or in our history can connect us, and how they can spread all over the world. And we have so many similar stories or beliefs. A superstition is considered a belief that is unnatural, uncommon. It's impossible, so unlikely in execution, but we are so heavily invested behind it. Uh, speaking of numbers,、uh, and Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth is not just a movie franchise for all you horror movie fans out there, but there are two reasons why this specific kind of day is considered bad.、Uh, thanks to the United States being again a heavily Christian nation, this again dates back to religious roots. Friday is considered an unlucky day because that is the day that Jesus Christ was crucified on. It's a bad day to die if you think about it. And thirteen, well, again, thirteen is one of those numbers that we seem to see reoccurring a lot, specifically with bad times. We'll go deeper into that a little bit later in our video. Uh, breaking a mirror is another superstition. If you break a mirror, you will cast seven years of bad luck on yourself. Again, we have that number seven. My goodness. Um, uh, this actually comes from Roman culture. Well,、uh, I'll get into that. But the mirror, the self, the face—we like to look at ourselves, and it's considered that a piece of the soul actually goes into the mirror whenever we look at it. In some countries, it's considered polite to cover up a mirror if somebody is passing. This is so that way their soul doesn't get trapped in the mirror. I mean, could you imagine you die and then get stuck in a mirror? That would be awful. The in Western culture, the number seven. Well, it's very reoccurring. We see it a lot, and it is largely considered to be a lucky number. But why seven? Well, there's seven weeks in or not seven weeks. There's seven days in a week. There are seven seas on the earth, and there's seven colors in the rainbow. We see seven so much that well, why not make it a lucky number? So if you ever see a seven, well, you might want to try to buy a lottery ticket or just shoot your shot in any area of your life. It might be your lucky day. Horseshoes are another symbol in Western culture of luck. And guess how many holes a horseshoe has? That's right, seven. Horseshoes, well, are the shoes of a horse. They're the little metal. 
U-shaped items that go on a horse's feet to help protect them as they ride on rocky, unstable terrain. Now, the horseshoe is taken so seriously that there are many different ways to bring luck upon yourself. The way that you display the horseshoe actually decides how that luck will be distributed. If you hang a horseshoe right side up with the opening pointing towards the sky, you are inviting luck to be bestowed upon life. You are inviting it in. You are making the world more prosperous and open to luckiness. However, if you hang a horseshoe upside down with the open end facing the floor, you are inviting luck to be cast upon anyone who is standing directly under it. So you want to give luck to the people or give luck to one person? Choose your luckiness. We also have the rabbit's foot, specifically the rear left rabbit's foot put in your rear left pocket. A back left rabbit's foot in your back pocket will ensure that you have safe travels, lucky endeavors, and overall amazing adventures. Um, This is a very gimmicky novelty item that you can find in a lot of gift shops. Um, really wouldn't recommend going out and getting a, a real rabbit's paw, but apparently those are the ones said to be the most real and the most lucky. Those poor rabbits. And next we have the wishbone. What would be a list of American culture without something about food? So whenever preparing or cooking birds, uh, birds, fowl, uh, such as ducks, turkeys, or chickens, there is a little bone that is right between the neck and the chest of the bird that is shaped, well, it's shaped like a Y, an upside down Y. So after you have finished cooking your lovely bird, you would take the wishbone and share it with somebody. Two people would grab either side of the wishbone and cross your fingers and break. Whoever has the biggest piece of the wishbone, well, they won the wish. And one superstition that is definitely unique to... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 